You're listening to Grow Yourself Up, a weekly mental health podcast hosted by Kath Cunahan. I'm a psychotherapist, writer, and speaker working in private practice in London. I specialize in the impact of our own childhood on our parenting and how we can heal and integrate our childhood trauma, wounding, and stress so that we can inhabit our full adult selves. Join us each week as we talk about all things growing ourselves up, how we can tend to ourselves in our parenting, generational healing, and overcoming the impacts of childhood trauma. Together, we will become more self-compassionate, connected, authentic, resilient, and heart-centered, so we can live our own full and beautiful lives. As a listener of this podcast, you're welcome to come over and join the Facebook group. So search on Facebook for Grow Yourself Up. It's a private Facebook group of all the listeners. And did you know there are journal prompts that go along with every episode? So sign up for the journal prompts on kathcunahan.com or go to my Instagram, kathcunahan, and sign up at the link in the bio there. And you will get my newsletter, Nurture, Heal, Grow, which contains all the journal prompts. Looking forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. The podcast is produced each week by the wonderful Audio Cafe. Thanks for being here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Grow Yourself Up. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, our windows of tolerance and how we um, repattern our nervous systems and about joy. So we're having a little bit of a, a break in the um, theme around needs, and we'll return to that next week. I think this is also a really important need, but it's kind of a more active cultivation of what you want to bring into your life. So let's get started. I wanted to talk today about joy, cultivating joy. I think I first read those words in one of um, Brene Brown's books. And I think it's a central, central part of our own recovery and reclaiming of our kind of birthright to joy, because healing and growing ourselves up is not just um, kind of working through the pain or the trauma or the wounding we've lived through and trying to reduce our stress points in everyday life. It's also about adding things that nourish us, that make our souls sing. Maybe it's creativity. Maybe it's, actually, I think creativity is for all of us because we are all magical, creative beings. But the things that really um, light you up, it's so important to um, seek those out and bring those in. And it can also kind of be complex in the way we relate to it. So I've had a... Um, a long running challenge on Instagram, which I call, are you widening your window or are you setting yourself up? Now, um, in nervous system science, we know that when we are uh, repatterning our nervous system and strengthening or laying down and strengthening new neural pathways, we need to do that little and often. So we, we, um, practice and we practice and we practice and we don't see huge shifts. It's not like one day we decide, oh, we're going to cultivate joy or we're going to respond in a new way to this, or we are going to learn to be, um, to neurocept more safety in a situation. And then the next day everything's changed. I wish it were that easy. It would be would be wonderful, but it's not. And um, we're working to repattern years and years and years and years of conditioning. So the way we do this is we do this gently with with gentle shifts and we practice new things. We practice things that feel manageable because 
the reason we do that is because otherwise we can re-traumatize ourselves. We can um, set ourselves back. We can blow ourselves out of our window of tolerance and get really, really dysregulated. And then often there may be a period of, of being in dissociation for a long period of time or a couple of days or feeling you know, that we might have some sort of breakdown because that, that experience that we set ourselves up for was so stressful. So I just wanted to share about a recent experience I had of taking my girls to the beach. I am really actively um, looking for ways to cultivate joy in our family, to create an, a family culture where we have rituals that they, that our kids will remember, where we do things that are fun together, where we play games together. I find that kind of hard because obviously um I have a fantasy about how things will be and, and one's children never fit one's idea of one's fantasy. I decided on this one particular day to take them to the beach because it felt really joyful. They love the sand. I love the sea. Um, it's a place we can both or we can all be uh, well-regulated and they can enjoy what they like doing and I can enjoy what I like doing. And I like... um uh, walking in the sea, walking on the sand, being in contact with nature, letting all that um, wind and salty air wash over me. So we did this and there was a lot of traffic. So instead of taking an hour and 20 minutes to drive, it took two hours. We didn't leave as early as I hoped because transitions are kind of tricky sometimes. Actually, I find transition quite hard, but so that happened. Um, and then when we were at the beach, my kids liked it, but there was various challenges that presented for them. And that took a lot of emotional work from me to regulate, to soothe, to calm, to help them see how we could enjoy it, to help them learn things that would be useful at the beach, um, to help them tolerate things that um, feel difficult for them. But all in all, it was a, it was a lot of emotional work for me. And then um, I had to drive back. And that was also a really, really long drive. There was a lot of traffic. Um, driving is not my favorite thing. And so I really noticed how that was actually too much for my nervous system. It hasn't kind of set me back, although maybe a little bit actually, but it was an experiment. I feel proud of myself that I did it. Um, and I reflect and I felt that was too much. That would be an example for me of pushing myself too much out of my window of tolerance and setting myself up in a way to to fail. And the reason I don't want to fail in these cases is because of kind of the impact then on me. So the, my story is going to be different to your story. Um, we're all kind of um, brave in different ways. We all struggle with different things. And for some of you, you might, this might sound um, like a real non-event. Some of you may resonate with this. The point is, is that it's deepening into your own story and understand your own patterns, the way you may set yourself up. Do you decide you need to be a, like fun mom and that you have to go and do all these kind of complicated outings that are far away or that they need exposure to various things because of certain reasons you have or that you feel like you need to approximate a perfect mom by doing various outings or perfect dad or just a perfect person? Ponder all of that because most of all, what our kids want is us. They want us well-regulated. They want us at our best. And if we are setting ourselves up to fail constantly in this fantasy pursuit of being the perfect mom who does all the outings, then 
that's not going to put us in our best state to parent. We will then be parenting from one of our survival states. I remember when our, when our girls were three, I took them to the aquarium in London. And I look back and I think, well, why did I do that? What was I trying to achieve? You know, would they even appreciate the fish? And I had this idea that we'd walk around in the aquarium and we'd look and everything. And they would appreciate the colors. I primarily wanted a lot of beautiful tropical colors because I love color. And actually the London Aquarium is quite, um, it, it's got some very small passageways and places. So it's kind of quite crowded, I found, and sort of small. And also they've got a lot of flashing lights. Um, it felt like a disco in some places. And my girls, what they really wanted to do was to dance to dance in the light and to jump on where the lights were flashing on the floor. And as I say that now, I can hear how much joy it brings me to reflect on that. And I can hear my voice changes as I have that memory. And at the time, I was not able to see that. I felt annoyed that they weren't appreciating the fish. I needed them to be a certain way to demonstrate to me that they were kind of appreciative of this outing. And there's so much entanglement in that projection um, around them validating me being a good mom, um, me looking for evidence that I'm being a good mom, and all of this good is in inverted commas. Again, that pressure of how you need to be so that we can say things okay. And really, it was a beautiful day. They danced. They loved seeing some of the fish that they looked at. They were indeed some beautiful colored fish. Um they loved seeing those and they loved this, um, the kind of light displays more than anything. And I really have to hold on to that lesson that our kids will take from experiences what they will. We don't need to control or impose on them what we think they need to take from experience and setting ourselves up for things that are, um, too much of a stretch for our nervous system will mean we won't enjoy it and they're much more likely not to enjoy it too because they're going to pick up on our stress. They will be, um, from moment to moment, they will be picking up on our um, levels of anxiety, um, our levels of activation. So I think, yeah, outings, cultivating joy, simple, simple things are often where we can cultivate the most joy because the joy actually often creeps up on you and suddenly you realize how beautiful something is and what a beautiful experience is actually you're living through in that moment and that it was simple. I find those moments happen when I'm in a beautiful park, when I'm grounding with my girls, when we're having a moment of playing, when I'm throwing the ball to them, when we are watching someone else um, drive a remote-controlled car and they love watching that or chasing the car, actually. When we enjoy watching a bee together or someone fly their kite. Anything that's often not planned has cultivated, cultivates joy for me. But I notice when I create opportunities um, that are simple, I planted some pot plants out with my children recently, and we also bought them each a, um, a geranium to plant. And that was, we all knelt in the garden. We have some astroturf in our garden. We knelt on that. We repotted these plants. They told me how to do it, that I should dig a little hole and then put the plant in and then move it. Then, And they told me I didn't need to help them when they were doing it. It was really beautiful bonding and it was joyful. It was very joyful and it came from a very um, simple place and there was a lot of connection. So as you go through your days, um, as you ponder this week on your family, um, what you want to bring into your life, what feels important to you, what are your values? Think about the joy um, that you may have had as a child. Is there some of that that you want to share with your children? Think about 
outings which have felt really hard, notice was, was, was that too complicated? Did you need more support? Were you out for too long? Were you too ambitious? And all of these things are learning. We're being gentle with ourselves on this kind of journey. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And um, what do you notice about how you kind of tolerate big shifts or, or kind of very big, brave outings? What happens for you? Um, and as always, there'll be uh, journal questions um, that can be sent out after this. So if you go and subscribe to the Psychotherapy Mum mailing list, either on psychotherapymum.com or you can go via Instagram, um, psychotherapy underscore mum. And um, I'll be sending out uh, questions for you to deepen into your own inquiry so that you can see what comes up for you around this. Thanks for being here. Take care. You've been listening to Grow Yourself Up, hosted by Kath Cunahan. We'll be back next week with a new episode supporting you to better understand and tend to yourself for more heart-centered, connected, authentic, and resilient living. Thank you.